right, welcome back to another episode of History Creeps. I am one of your co-hosts, Christopher Chavez, and I'm joined by the amazing, talented Johnny Townsend. Oh, you only went with two adjectives. I could use a couple more, if you don't mind. Make them good. I'm uh, judging you. All right, you ready? Yes. The amazing, uh-huh. the talented, yes. the undisputed champion of the world. I'm liking this so far. Johnny. Am, I, am, I, am I Jesse James, the Jean- red dog, or am I? <laughs> Johnny Townsend. I need some intro music. Now. Yeah, right. I'm all now pumped we, up. Now, Matt. <laughs> that was a little overboard. Now you're super pumped. Yeah. We're back with the show, Johnny Townsend, and joining us as well from the dark corners of the earth, the spookiest places of your mind, the deepest depths of of fear. Let him let him keep going, Carter. Don't say anything. I'm not saying a word. Carter Johnson. Oh, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. know. Johnny, I think from now on we need to let Chris introduce <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna have to like co- go real crazy on it then, if that's the case. Just so, you to... know, just make some notes. Just jot some things down before the show. It's it's okay. <laughs> no, no. Chris and I live on a motto of "You make it up as you're doing it." Because <laughs> the best part is when you're going. You're. Uh, and there's dead air while you're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so this think. whole time I've been taking notes and stuff. What? What? Ugh, you guys are killing the air. What, no, wait, 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 wait. What's a note? <laughs> wait, what's that stuff? Things you used to pass in class before we all got text messaging. Remember? Oh, so that's how I know if Cindy likes me or not. <laughs> yeah, check yes or no. <laughs> I always got a maybe, but I think I just wanted to spare my feelings. <laughs> Dude, you... you're lucky. I got no's all the time. Well, did you give maybe as an option? No, they would. Well, they that's would true. Themselves. If you gave them the option, yeah, it's kind of on you. You're I right. never. I gave them the option just because I didn't want to force them into it. I was very PC <laughs> even at a young age. Oh man, what show are we doing? Oh yeah, we're back. History creeps. Here we go. Um, welcome back, guys. Uh, it's another episode of this this uh, podcast we like to do about the weirder, creepier parts of history. Yeah, welcome back, Chris. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> that was a shit. I've never, I've never heard that one before. I know I'm original. Never. <laughs> oh man. Um, Best name is not Cash. Johnny. That's a joke I've heard many times as well. <laughs> I never once planted an apple tree. Uh, Johnny Appleseed. Yep. I had forgotten about most, that. Good job. What I hated the most. And this he... is ob- and this is obviously related to what we're going to talk about because I believe Satan's involved. <laughs> when I was in the fifth grade, uh, Tim McGraw of country music fame came out with a song about Johnny's daddy taking him fishing, and for that whole year, I kept getting asked about me going fishing, and it it was uh, Satan. It's obviously Satan. <laughs> Good lord, Johnny! That's Satan. Re- that's all you got, man. Come on, dude. I'm the bad guy in every movie. Carter, name Alien, one. Aliens, and name uh, two. Two. Fast, too furious. Name three. Uh, you want me? You want me to keep going? You want me Name to keep going? Three. I'm the asshole in Final Destination. Name four. Uh, come on, I got. I know I got another one here. See, the only I'll... time, the only time I'm a good guy is when I'm played by Thomas Jane in friggin' Deep Blue Sea. So that's Name... not saying much. That's a deep cut. I haven't seen that movie in in forever. I don't that's think I've shark, ever seen shark it. movie, right? Yeah, that's the shark movie. Oh, yeah. wait, is that the one with Samuel L. Jackson? He gets yeah, eaten in like the first two minutes. Why does everybody go to that, man? There's so much. <laughs> it was a good it's movie. Always I when Samuel L. Jackson gets snatched. 
I think it's out of nowhere. It's completely out of nowhere, and it was it like is completely out of nowhere. They I'll totally build him like he was a big part of that movie, and he's in it for five minutes and gets eaten by a shark. Now Dude, this he is... even he even walks out of the audio commentary at that point. <laughs> See, this, he's this... like, I, I I wasn't on set, so I'm done. This is related <laughs> to our our podcast, obviously. What I'm about to say, but do you remember when movies like that movie, for example? When they would have moments in the movie and you remember that moment. I don't know if we have mo- uh, movies like it anymore. Like, I remember Twister. When I say Twister, don't you remember the cow floating around in the air? <laughs> well, but if I said Mad Max Fury Road, don't you think of the the, uh, the guitar, guitar flamethrower? Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't. I <laughs> really? I didn't like that movie, but uh, we can talk about something else. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, All right, guys, no. let's get into okay, history yeah, creeps this week. Hate for that. I'll right. get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> I like stories in my films. There was a story. Never mind. They were racing. I just told the story. I just pulled the whole thing. <laughs> In sand. Big Don't sandbox. listen to Johnny, people. Don't <laughs> listen to Johnny. We can all have different opinions. Alrighty then. So what are we talking about? What's this show about? This we week, doing? this week we're talking about curses. We're talking about Native Damn. Americans. Native American curses. Oh. Uh, and how, do they, how do they cuss in their language? I don't know any of their languages. <laughs> we're not allowed to say it. It'll just be bleeped. <laughs> but how um, can they bleep it if they don't know it? <laughs> oh my gosh, you just blew my mind. <laughs> no, but all right. So this episode is going to be the first in our series of local stories. Or and when I say local, uh, this week I'm going to bring you guys um, le- uh, this legendary. Uh, I guess you would call it a legend, but it's a curse, a legend. It's it's pretty intriguing the story, and it affected um, part of our American history big time. Uh, and it's it took place about 15 minutes from me, uh, Niagara Falls, New York. Now, I was asking you guys before the show about um, in your area, the Native American, uh, any if there are any you know stories or legends of curses or anything like that. And you brought up Brown Mountain. Yeah, the Brown Mountain Lights. And that's one of the shows we'll, we will be talking about in the future. But I did see, didn't you guys just post something about who somebody? Which yeah, one I got you? tagged in that like four times on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but I tagged you once, and I'm the one that matters. So this is a, an update. <laughs> this is actually a, a, a newer story about the Brown Mountain Lights. Yeah, what had what actually happened is it's been around for like a century at least about these Brown Mountain Lights here. Yeah. Not, it's not too far from me. Mm-hmm. And it's just these lights that will just show up. In Brown Mountain, and nobody knew where they were coming from or what they were, and apparently somebody they don't some I don't remember who was doing it. I don't have the article in front of me, but they decided that they would put cameras on one of the houses up there, and they would just film it. And they said for like two and a half years they didn't get nothing, and they were literally going to leave it up till the end of the summer and just take them down because it costs money to do those kind of things. Uh-huh. And they just and, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the lights one of the lights appeared and they don't know what it is or where it's from. They don't know anything. I have to see it. I didn't see, I just saw that I was tagged in and get, get to take a look at it yet. But, um, it's, it's awesome. What's the idea behind it? Like what's the curse or what, what, first of all, what tribes are in your area there by the Brown mountain? We got the Cherokee. We got, uh, there's Catawba. I believe there's a couple more too, but the main, the main one I always heard came from the Catawba Indians and the Cherokee Indians. Yeah. Those are the two big ones. Yeah. That's, that's the, those are the two, those are the two that I always heard about. Like, I believe it's the Cherokee one that they were just like, nope, nope, big pile of nope, not going near it. <laughs> what is it? People, <laughs> it, it? It has it has something to do with they, the Native Americans apparently in their culture have certain places that just they just it's all bad. There's just no good. They don't 
they don't bury people there. They don't hang out there. They don't socialize there. They they avoid the place like it's contaminated with radiation or something. You know. So this there there's not so, really a, a true like a, any story behind it. They just see it as being an evil place. If, if if there is a story, I've never heard it. But just because I've never heard it doesn't mean mm-hmm. there isn't one. But well, I have the power. I have the power of Google. And <laughs> you know what? You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> the power of Google. I mean, off the top of my head, I could just be making this up. I didn't Apparently, know. there was a great battle that was fought between the Cherokee and the Catawba Indians huh. uh, near the Brown Mountain, and they believe, and the Cherokees believed that the lights were the spirits of the Indian maidens who went on went on searching for centuries for their husbands who had died in the battle. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, pretty creepy. Yeah, it's Pixar right there. It's a Pixar. <laughs> it's a Pixar film. Yeah, it's beautiful. That is actually pretty creepy. Um, no, my story takes place up here uh, in Niagara Falls, and there are the Iroquois Nation is up here, um, and a part of the Iroquois is the uh, Seneca tribe, and the Seneca tribe in this area um, covered a lot of the Canadian parts of Niagara Falls, uh, Niagara Falls, New York, a lot of Buffalo, um, and. Just like you guys were saying, there's a spot that they considered evil. There was they they th- they thought that a great evil spirit lived there. Um, just I, I think, have you guys ever been to Niagara Falls? No, no. Right. I've seen it on TV. I know you can go in barrels over it. <laughs> that doesn't count, Johnny. And uh, <laughs> but the falls are the falls are um, it's absolutely it's one of our wonders. You know, you come you, a lot of people who come up to this area want to go out to see the falls. People get married out by the falls, and they're amazing. Seeing seeing that kind of that amount of water just going over rock formations, and it's all just natural. It's absolutely just mind blowing. That's that would what be kind of cool. That's, that's where Jim yeah. and Pam got married. Yeah, from the office. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, if you come out to Niagara Falls, there's you can go by the little uh, the the hotel where everybody stayed in. You know that they filmed oh, yeah. it. That whole thing. Yeah, it's all there, dude. <laughs> where it's Kevin's a- shoes were just a couple of boxes. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's such a great show. <laughs> yeah, but the falls that everybody knows, all that water rushing over it, um, is fed into by the by the river and uh, Niagara River, and the Niagara River kind of goes off through the this part called uh, the around here. It's called the Gorge. And it's 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 obvious it's very turbulent waters, and the the um, the region around there the the earth crust like the rocks and the formations are very treacherous, um, and there's this area where there's this hole. It's basically a cave. It's a 20 foot deep cave um, that the Seneca used to say they they would say that there was this uh, an evil spirit that they said was like an earthworm like creature, a giant snake like creature that lived in there. Um, they would claim that you could hear, you know, howling and hissing and all these weird noises coming from the hole. Now, where the devil's hole is located, there's also like this, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's almost like this flat rock kind of formation where they would, they would gather. The, the Seneca Indians would gather there uh, for their meetings. And, and anytime there was uh, wars going on between the tribes, they would use this area to, for shelter and hi- to hide out to, as a... As a you know, it's it kind of reminds me of like you know the mafia when they say they go to the mattresses when they're 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 at war with each other. They don't live yeah. in their own houses. They got to go to like you know hole in the wall apartments with just mattresses. Well, that's what this they did. They kind of had to go to the the rocks, I guess, <laughs> uh, when, whenever they're fighting. Uh, anyway, they used to use this place as as a, a place for hiding and shelter. 
And anytime people would, any travelers would come through, uh, like when when the when Europeans started coming over, uh, the French and the British, um, they would use a certain route that would pass this area, and uh, the Indians would kill them right away. No questions asked. Would just kill these people because they didn't want anyone knowing their location. They wanted it to keep a secret. And that just helped to like intensify this idea that this region, there was something wrong with it because people who would travel there would never be heard from again. Um, well, yeah, that would help. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, the whole idea behind devil's hole is, is um, there was supposedly a curse there. And uh, I don't know how much you guys know about uh, French history or, or Canadian history. You guys know LaSalle, Robert LaSalle or De LaSalle. He's on my speed dial. <laughs> He was a French explorer from the 1600s. Like he explored the Great Lakes, Mississippi River, Gulf of Mexico, all um, all that area there. He was one of the guys that that um, he tried to start Louisiana. Not ringing any bells. No, not ringing. Uh, any I, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna say more about trying to start Louisiana. I was waiting. Yeah, I, I, meant, I thought he was. Yeah. I meant. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I meant like he. When I say he started, like he claimed that whole region for France, and he was trying to get it going later on in his. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I heard about that guy. Exploration career. Well, um, earlier in his career, he used to travel um, along the Niagara Gorge area, that the the rapids and stuff, and he used to have. He had himself a a, a guide, um, and there's actually a writing, an old writing. Uh, let me see. There was this uh, this guy named Edward T. Williams wrote uh, a pamphlet called The Scenic and Historic Niagara Falls. Uh, it was 1925 when he wrote this. But in it, he, he actually writes out the legend of Devil's Hole. So I figured I was just going to read this little piece to you guys just so you guys could get a feel for yeah, yeah. what's behind it. So the legend of Devil's Hole. Okay, So on his return to Lake Ontario, LaSalle and his guide passed the huge cavern in the cliffs of Gorge below the whirlpool, which is known today as Devil's Hole. LaSalle looked down into it, and his guide told him that it was the abode of the evil spirit. This interested LaSalle, and he proposed that at once he proposed at once to descend into it. His guide desperately refused. Now, here's what he says. This is the, apparently the quote from the Indian guide. I'm going to try my, You want me to do an, an Indian voice? Let me see if I can do this. It'll be fun. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a new it's a new era we live in. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah. So this is what the this is what the uh, Seneca Indian said to him. He said, <clears throat> "Ages and ages of prosperity and happiness to the red men had passed from the time of its first creation. The great spirit loved his red children and gave them this country for the sole use and enjoyment." So it would have continued forever if the Great Falls of, I can't even say this guy's name, Angiwahara, whose thunder we now hear so plainly, had continued near the spot where your canoe landed. Uh, but the red men became bad and vexed the great spirit with their war parties. The rocks began to fall off amid thunders and storms, and scarcely a moon passed that was not marked by some change. Moons and moons passed, and the falls were above this devil's hole, which then became open to the rapids, and the evil spirit could get out. Noise of thunder, shrieks, and groans are often heard from this darkened den, which greatly excited the curiosity of young men. One of them, a fine young brave, insisted upon examining the secrets of this dark prison house. Armed for battle, he descended with much difficulty, and we never saw him more. Then came the word that the pale faces and the vast canoes which could carry each an army had come out of the great sea and landed under the midday sun. The evil was distant, distant, and we thought little of it. 
time passed on, and another of our young men descended into the cavern. He returned in a few hours, a raving maniac, and his hair, which had been black and glossy as a raven, had become white as snow. Then came word that a pale-faced, John Cabot, had landed on the shore of the great sea, convinced that the spirit of evil lived in this deep, dark hole, and that the fate of the red man depended upon his not being disturbed. He said, uh, says, such declared the guide, quote, is the tradition of our race. Judge them, my white brother, where you could disturb the evil spirit in his abode and not suffer the penalty. Basically, he's saying, we were told not to go near this hole. These Indian men, these young men that thought I'm brave enough to go down there would go down there. The first one was never seen again. A few days later, the white man started appearing. And then it says, you know, however many, you know, moons pass. And then again, another one of their men goes down there, goes crazy. And then, you know, more more French, the French men start coming in. So basically they feel like it's bad luck. Anytime anyone's gone there, down there to disturb the spirit, like we're losing our land now. These people are coming in and taking the, our world away from us. And it's all because we disturb this great spirit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. When I <laughs> yeah. when I heard that's, this when I heard the story that's about that's really sweet. <laughs> it is. It's it's super sweet, don't you think? I mean, yeah. Do you guys remember? Um, uh, there's a book we read when we were younger. A very famous horror writer wrote, and there's a scene in it in which one of the kids goes down to confront the thing and comes out stark raving mad with white hair. You remember that? Oh, yeah. That would be it. That's what this reminded me of yep. when I heard about that kid running in there. He ran down there, and he saw the clown. He saw it. Well, you realize that uh, it has a, re- if you remember, has a really heavy Native American influence. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, big it, time. And, so, and this is the, yeah, this is this this is the area up here, you know, in the north, yeah. northeast. So, I mean, that, um, but, I, some, something about that makes it a little creepier, though, you know. But, but it's not just that, like. That was that was way back during those days, right? So then, um, then okay. So let's let's fast forward a little more. Now the Indians are being the Native Americans are being basically pushed out by a white man. We're we're coming over and we're taking more and more land. Everything we've uh, all the all the agreements we've made with them, um, we're just going back on, and they're getting angry. There's a no, lot. That of, doesn't sound like us, <laughs> right? <laughs> But we know, we know in, in history, there's many, many, I mean, how many times have we seen the uprising of Native Americans and these battles that would ensue? Yeah, the Native Americans literally just got screwed out of everything because of us. Basically, yeah. Exactly. They so, just got screwed. Yeah, exactly. So in the 1750s, um, the Seneca and the Niagara Falls area were, start, were complaining that the French were just doing way too much. They were coming through the Niagara River. They were using up a lot more of uh, the resources than they were supposed to. They were they were just do they were infringing basically, and they began uprising. They started it was almost like secret rebellions. Like they would uh, they would attack all these parts. Like um, okay, so up here in Niagara Falls, there's a couple forts. There's Fort Niagara and there's Fort Schlosser, and a lot the British held a lot of um, a lot of their supplies at from one, and they would bring them to the other through through the path that little path that goes by Devil's Hole. Uh, and a lot there was so many times that they'd be moving things or, or you know marching and they'd be jumped and indians would just descend on them you know arrows just like you'd see in the movies they'd just come out of nowhere and just absolutely demolish them because back then they weren't used to that kind of fighting be you know british were used to lining up in lines going at each other from uh, across the field no, gentlemanly war exactly. it's very very uniformed 
Exactly. Yeah. And I remember, you remember the movie The Patriot? Yep. And oh, yeah. They make that a big deal. Like, like this is the way the natives fight. This is the way the British fight. And if you really want to win, you have to fight the way the natives did because or, it, was, it was almost always successful. Yep. The last of Mohicans. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that too. Because of that element of surprise, that element of close-up combat, they couldn't use their muskets because, you know, these guys are right up in their face swinging, swinging uh, axes at them. Um, so anyway, in 17, in, during the 1700s, 1750s there, there was this party that, um, that was, <laughs> this, <laughs> Br- this British party was moving a, a whole supply line from uh, Fort Sch- Schlosser spike the tea <laughs> to fort niagara um and they were going by devil's hole so they stopped fort slosher. Fort slosher, they're slosher. i don't think you could say fort slosher and sound sober just because how the word sounds well who said i was sober oh <laughs> no so the whole party is is has comes to devil's hole area and they stop for a little bit to um to um to rest you know to rest and have some food and during that time here come the Seneca. They just jump them. They come out of nowhere and absolutely brutalize them. They kill over 81 people. Um, the people who weren't murdered right away, they ended up forcing them over the ravine, like just completely forcing all these men over a ravine. And they would land hundreds of feet below, broken on rocks. And even if the fall didn't kill them, the Indians then took all the horses and carriages and, and wagons and pushed them over the edge on top of the men. Now that's how you win a war. Exactly. That ends up becoming known as the Battle of Devil's Hole. Um, and again, it was one of these things where people were saying it's bad luck. You go near Devil's Hole, there's always something bad happens. There's always tragedy that happens. Yeah, it definitely has a history to it now. Oh, for sure. Um, that's the seventeen seventeen sixties was when that happened. Seventeen sixty three. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure nothing else bad's happened since then. No. There's no way. Of course not. Well, aside from, uh, you know, random hikers that constantly die from falling while they're hiking Devil's Hole, uh, we did have a president of the United States that was affected by Devil's Hole as well. Uh-oh. Uh, have you guys heard of President William McKinley? Have yep. the, yes. The famous <laughs> uh, President William McKinley. So William McKinley... Uh, during his second term of president, he was doing this thing where he's traveling mostly by rail uh, across the country, visiting you know locations and stuff. And he was on his way to Buffalo because we had a World's Fair here in 1901. Uh, Pan American Exposition was here. Um, so on his to get to get to, to Buffalo, he took the train that, unfortunately, the tracks now go by Devil's Hole, right by that area, right. I mean directly by this huge rock that was said by the Indians to have come off, come off during that whole, uh, you know, nights of, of thunder and, and falling rocks and all that stuff. Yeah. It's this huge rock sitting on the side of these, the, the train tracks and goes right by that. Right. He gets to the, uh, he gets to the Pan American expedition and he's giving speeches. Um, and then he's there for two days. And on the second day, um, a crazy anarchist decides he's going to take out the president uh, because during this time there was all kinds of anarchists uh, killing leaders around the, around the world in Europe. Um, and this guy was very, um, the guy who ends up going after McKinley was very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inf- not influenced, but you know what I mean? Like uh, inspired, inspired by that. He thought what he was going to be doing would, would gain him some sort of notoriety, but he thought he was doing good, bringing down the tyrant, the tyrant of America. You know what I mean? 
that's that's always crazy. So yeah, go so, on. Yeah, so McKinley <laughs> is is entering this building called the Temple of Music. He's walking up the steps. This guy uh, covers the gu- he has his gun in his hand. He covers it with a handkerchief. Walks up to the president, puts the gun right up to his gut, and pulls the trigger twice. Two shots right to the gut. President goes down. I thought originally when I heard of President McKinley being assassinated, like from history books, for some reason I thought he had been like it was like. Kennedy like he was shot and he was dead within hours right that did not happen with McKinley at all and now they're saying this is part of that curse that first of all is it the assassination but then this painful death the guy goes through so first of all he's shot he goes to the ground he makes two requests you want to know what these two requests are to break the news gently to his wife make sure they don't shock her when they tell her and then do not lynch the guy that killed him do not go after him like that because it was a whole mob ready to just destroy this guy and he just said no don't let that happen so they take yeah right crazy so the doctors take him into this the the aid station and they're trying to remove the the bullets they find one of them they can't find the second one here's the kick here's like the um the ironic thing at this exposition there was a very um primitive version a very the very one of the very first versions of an x-ray machine which they could have used to see if they could find the bullet in the president the problem was because it's so new they didn't really know what kind of side effects he would have they didn't know if it would kill him so they didn't use it they ended up leaving the the other bullet inside him um and he seemed to be getting better though like he was in the he was in, in the hospital for a couple of days and he, his vitals were getting better he was getting healthier um and because of that his vice president, President Theodore Roosevelt, decided, you know what, I can go camping now. I don't have to stick around. So he went to the Adirondacks. And while he was gone in the Adirondacks over the next couple of days, uh, McKinley's health took a turn for the worse. Like it went down fast. And it was because he had gangrene developing on the walls of his stomach. Ooh. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So the blood, basically, it was poisoning his blood and he was dying from blood poisoning. Um, and. As, as he started to continue to get worse and worse and worse, everyone knew, okay, he's actually dying. So, you know, his family gathered around the bed that night and, you know, Theodore Roosevelt rushed back um, from uh, from the Adirondacks to be sworn in because the president, uh, President McKinley ends up dying at like two o'clock in the morning. Roosevelt rushes back and he gets sworn in in that house. There's this um, mansion uh in buffalo right on delaware street and it's the cool thing is is it's right next door to my office where i work nice yeah the president it's called the theodore roosevelt inaugural house but yeah this he gets he's uh, inaugurated becomes president sworn into office in a living room of that mansion but that's pretty cool unfortunately it's because mckinley dies and the reason mckinley dies a lot of people were saying at the time it had to be the curse. It had to be the curse. The fact that he went by that that hole there, that he went by the cursed area, hours later was was shot by a, an assassin, you know, and days later dies a, a painful, absolutely horrific, painful death. The Devil's Hole. Dun dun dun. And then it's it's always been things from anytime anything happens in that area, it's always been the Devil's Hole. It's the Devil's Hole. People say it's actually haunted. Like you can when you go there. Uh, certain times of night, you can hear cries and screams of what they say are the soldiers that were being murdered. Um, so many people have had uh, quote unquote slip and fall accidents there. Um, yeah, it's crazy. There's all kinds of stuff going on with the Devil's Hole. 
Now, Chris, have you actually been there yourself? I actually have. I have. I've been. I've hiked Devil's Hole before, um, and then I had a rash like three days later. This weird retina. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. He didn't die, but it was really uncomfortable for. It a was really months. uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 No kidding. No. I was going to ask you, uh, like, obviously, when I the little I looked into this. Because I'm not at all familiar with it, uh-huh. the Devil's Hole Cave looked really interesting. Yeah, that's the actual cave itself. Is um, well, you go to it now, and there's like spray paint on the. Pl- yeah, that's what I was going to. That's what, that's what I was going to say. I actually googled a picture, <laughs> and it kind of made me sad. Like there's all kinds of graffiti and stuff yeah, all over it now. Unfortunately, um, I know that they had been talking about uh, doing things to restore, like clean that off, and make sure that they protect it better because it's actually a state park. The Devil's Hole. Um, the Niagara Falls Gorge, that whole area, is, it's a state park. And, um, yeah, I did. I actually went hiking along there. I didn't actually go all the way to where the hole's at um, on, on the one hike. Uh, but it's it's actually really cool. There's the, the – where the rapids go or the river goes by, it, it gets all rapidy kind of. And then there's a whole – a huge whirlpool, like a monstrous whirlpool out there. Um, it's really cool, though. Like if you're really into that thing, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but there is it's it's an eerie feeling when you go near that cave and you kind of because you just that idea that go in there dare you to go in there you know what I mean I, I wouldn't go in it I said I wouldn't go in at all yeah any of those caves I I'm, I don't know no thanks no <laughs> yeah. especially when you're here like, I'll go near it but I'm not going in it right I'm not trying to play that I mean yeah curse I or saw no the descent curse. I'm not going in there <laughs> oh god yeah right <laughs> but curse or no curse so I thought that was kind of cool we have that little weird. Uh, part of our our area here i mean there's all kinds of creepy stories and history so yes okay so what else has happened there is it mostly just like hikers that yeah that fall and get hurt from then forward yeah it's mostly it's usually death they they fall to their death and so there's uh, not so there's not a a whole lot of injury accidents then is what you're saying most of the accidents are are fatal do you consider death an injury I, I do. I, I consider it a fatal injury. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you normally that's the case. You don't usually hear somebody slipped and stubbed their toe or did some nonsense like that. I haven't heard of anything that's like high profile or any anything else where people were like, oh, the death of this person was attributed to the fact that you know they they disrespected the the spirits or the or the curses. But it. it I don't know, man. It's some of those things that I hear about that happened in history and the people that came in contact with that area. It's like sometimes you got to wonder, is there something to curses? Is there something to these things that they put out there? You know, these energies. Well, it happens once and you chalk it up to coincidence. It happens twice. Maybe you can still chalk it up to coincidence, but you're talking about dozens of times. It happens like 12 times. I'm still going to say coincidence, but if there's like a 13th and even a 14th time – I'm probably still going to say coincidence, but by the fifteenth time, there's something weird. Okay, so I told you about La- <laughs> I told you about LaSalle exploring the place and his guide telling him you shouldn't go into it, and he told the story of these two braves that went down there. Uh, and then I kind of jumped over to where we went with McKinley and we went with the the battle that happened there of the British soldiers that were jumped. But I did never tell you whatever happened to good old LaSalle. Yeah, so what I, happened to the, what happened so, to this chachi yeah, when he, he went down? Yeah, there? right. So he got to go near the place, and he did not get Scott, get off scot free. Uh, the Indian told him, "Look, don't go down there. Do not do this." And at first, he said he obliged. He was like, "I'm not going to do it." And he and he went back with his party of explorers. Uh, and a couple nights later, he just couldn't stop. He couldn't get it out of his head. So he snuck off by himself and decided to go down into that hole. And when he came, he, when he went down there, um, he would later. It was reported that he told 
um, some of the travelers in his party that at first it was not a big deal. It was nothing. It was dark. But then he started to hear whispering and he started to hear a voice. And the voice was in the dialect of the Iroquois nation, like the, the Indians of the Iroquois. And it's telling him that he, first that he needed to leave. And it also told him to go back to Canada, to stop trying to push through, you know, that he was going to meet uh, a, basically a grisly death, that, that the birds, the eagles would pick the bone, the, the, you know, the meat from his, his white bones, sun bleached bones. Like this thing was this basically telling him, stop, stop doing this. Stop pushing west. Stop, stop what you're doing. Go back to where you came from. And he left terrified, uh, told some of his men later on. And then that was it. Well, his travels for the next, uh, he would end up going back and forth past the devil's hole at least 10 or 12 times in his, in his travels and exploration. Uh, and towards the end, but every time from that first time, uh, every year, more and more would happen to him. Like he'd start losing more of his wealth. He was losing a lot of money, a lot of his, um, a lot of his, uh, what's the, I keep saying exploration, but it's not the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, when they like these parties that would go out and, and yeah, I guess it would be exploring like these exploration parties to try to, you know, claim new lands. Uh, he would be meeting, uh, they'd meet more and more with, with tragedy. Um, you know, ships would go down, uh, men would, men would, uh, you know, turn on him. And finally it was, uh, when he decided to, to go against what the Indians told him, that was when he decided to claim, you know, the Louisiana basin for the French. He was trying to create, you know, take the land of Louisiana and push westward. His, yeah. During that time, his men turn on him and end up killing him. Done. Slay the man. Wow. Well, the voice in the cave was right. But once again, like that's my point. Even he didn't get away from it. It sounded like he may have. I didn't get to tell you the rest of that part. But then, yeah, no. Every single person that came in contact with that seems to have some sort of, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Bad things fall. I don't know. It's not helping. Well, and, and the one dude, the one dude came back with his hair all white, but at least he came back. But you said he was stark raving mad. They nuts, said he was insane. Yeah. So like, what does that mean? It's not like he has a great life anymore, right? Maybe that's how Rogue got that white streak in her hair. <laughs> she went the devil's hole. Yeah. <laughs> I like to drop comic book references on his history <laughs> podcast. That's okay. We're all nerds here. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. My area. I mean, all there's all kinds. That's of areas. that's very interesting, dude. Because I, I didn't know that about McKinley. Yeah, if you guys ever come up for a visit, I'll take you out to the uh, to the good old Devil's Hole. Yeah, I mean, I definitely heard of, obviously, of McKinley being assassinated. I had no idea that, you know, about the Devil's Hole tie in there. Yeah, Me he, either. You had no idea he passed by the hole beforehand. No. Yeah. No idea. Hours beforehand. Do you know there's actually a picture of him? You can see there's a picture of McKinley hours before he's shot as he's walking up the steps to the, the music temp, the Temple of Music. That's crazy. It's like within within not even hours, within minutes, I think. It's right before he's shot. Dude. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It is really crazy. And if you look really close, like off in the back on the left, you can see the like the shape of a Native American like silhouette. No, I'm just kidding. No, and so did that's, you say, and did you say that's when Teddy Roosevelt became president? Yeah, that? he took office. He took office in Buffalo on Delaware Avenue. Yeah, the, and obviously uh, he's one of our 
uh, most well-known presidents. Oh, you know, you got yeah. Lincoln mm-hmm. and you got him. Yep. Uh, but I've heard some stuff about how, you know, he was a uh, Roosevelt was all against big companies, mm-hmm. and they were kind of out to keep him from being president. So they had him become vice president mm-hmm. because you know we all know the vice president doesn't have nearly as much power as the president or anybody else in the government for that matter. Right. And uh, so they thought if they kept him there, then he would get he would think he was doing something, but he couldn't really affect anything. Then that happened. <laughs> Yeah, right. Then yeah. President McKinley went by Devil's Hole. Jeez. Yeah. Thinking. <laughs> Stupid Devil's Hole. And uh, those guys are like, oh, we're screwed now. Yeah, right. No, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there's areas all over our country that are considered cursed by the natives. Um, and there's probably stories that, that tie to the curse. I just thought this one was kind of cool because it was in my area. And I, I was like, you know what? This will be a good one for the first local, one of the first locals. So yeah, if yeah. you're ever uh, ever in the Western New York area, definitely check out Niagara Falls. Te- check out Devil's Hole. Um, it's really cool. It's really a nice area. It's beautiful, and there's can you go can you go inside the cave? Um, I don't know if you still can. I know that you used to be able to. Um, be recommended. Yeah, obviously. I was gonna say, but should you, Johnny? <clears throat> should you go in the cave? Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I ask is we got like uh, was it Linville Caverns or something up here, uh, and it's a really it's a pretty nice cave, but it's all set up where you can go inside. I mean, they've made a whole huge, they made it pretty much as safe as it could possibly be for people to go in and check oh, out. Nice. I went, um, one time I was in, I think it was North care. No, Tennessee. And, uh, we went underground in caverns underground or Kentucky. Sorry. I was in Kentucky and, and they was, I remember going in the underground tavern, uh, caverns where they used to hold old, um, like spiritual church ministry things. And I remember the tour guide, the, the whole place is lit up with like lanterns, electric lanterns. Uh, and then the guy's like, this is what happened back in those days when there was no light. And he turned the light off and it's just oh, yeah, yeah. So, they did that at this one too, that I went. so pitch black. And they're like, put your hand in front of your face and you do it. And you're like, I can't see anything. <laughs> oh, that's no. Yeah. Nope, like nope, that's nope. real darkness. That's at, I mean, your hand is literally an inch from your face. You can't see it at all. What would you do in that situation? Because you know, what would you do if you start hearing the hell out, hearing the whispering voice of an Iroquois Native American? Uh, no, no, thank you. Uh, any whispering voice in a cave, I don't, I don't want to hear. <laughs> Get out! I don't even care if it's like my friend standing right next to me. <laughs> I said, <laughs> <"Wins-ta." laughs> That's no, I don't need to hear that, dude. No, no, thanks, not at all. Um. So yeah, there you go. The curse of the Devil's Hole uh, affected our actual, uh, actually affected American history. The president. That's better than the rest of our story. And like you said, Johnny, like it, it affected it to a point where they didn't want a certain man in the presidency, and he actually became president. Oh, that's back when we had monopolies and stuff, and uh, you know he was uh, Roosevelt was staunchly against monopolies. Yep, he did not believe in passing go. He did not believe in collecting two hundred dollars. Nope. Well, then he's probably turning in his grave right now. <laughs> he had, even though he was a bit of a hypocrite since he owned both Park Place and Boardwalk. <laughs> That's amazing. Nice. Nice, nice. So who's going next Next, uh, next time? You, uh, Johnny, Carter? Do you guys know? I think it's Carter if I'm remembering the order right. Excellent. Yeah, I'll go next. Excellent. Yeah. Do you already have an idea in mind for yours? Uh, I'm going to do Devil's Tramping Ground. Ooh, more we're Devils. De- I feel like I should do a Devil's one too just so we're all doing Devils. Do you have a Do you have a Devil's one down there? Because if you do, we should totally do it because it be nice. I could make it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that, that, that room up there, that's the Devil's yeah. Toilet. 
<laughs> the devil's turn. It flushes when you don't want it to. Uh, oh man! Anyway, they say in the middle of the night you can hear it flush. Excellent. When no one's on it. Very nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think that's cool. We'll do that. And then, um, you know, reading into this McKinley thing, and I know we already talked about Lincoln, uh, but more, more, more along the lines of his booth. Um, it had well, what's me. Happening? What's happening? I'm hearing noises. I don't know. Sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> Was it a dinosaur? Carter's transforming. <laughs> gotta sound like that. <laughs> no, but I was thinking like we could also do a, a whole series of, of presidential history creeps, different, you know, of these weird stories that deal with presidents. Oh, there's all kinds. That'd be good. Yeah, there are. Exactly. All right, cool. So uh, let's let's do the uh, promotional stuff. Carter, you can go first this time. I'll go first. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I'm Carter Johnson, and I write. Welcome Florida back, Florida. Carter. <laughs> Yay! Still have never heard that one before. Uh, oh man. Uh, my stuff is available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Uh, I also have a website, HouseOnDeadBoyLane.com, and you can find me on Facebook at the House on Deadboy Lane. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, I am Chris Chavez. I am a co-host of this one as well as Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. You can find those podcasts as well as a host of others on our network, BICBP-radio.com. Find us on iTunes and Stitchers. Give us Stitchers. Find us on the Stitchers. Uh, (laughs) Give us some ratings. Tell us how how much uh, you enjoy the shows. Give us some comments. That definitely helps us out. And it's enough for me. All right. And speaking of podcasts, also my other podcast, Retro Blist with uh, Trevor. It's just uh, two old friends playing old video games and we talk about them as we play them. We review them and uh, if you like old stuff like we do, uh, you, uh, you might enjoy it. It's and good. also check out Instagram, uh, Johnnyism28 or RetroBlist on Instagram as well. Let me put it out there. I, I listen to every episode. I, abs- I, I love that show uh, and I definitely recommend it. If you're into the old school video games, um, Sega Genesis games, uh, NES, Super Nintendo. You guys do N64? Yeah, we're going to. I don't think we have yet, but it is in the plan. It's definitely enjoyable. And, and uh, Johnny, I got to listen to this, man. Dude, like check it I out. Play, it's a very, very cool podcast. And, and I dare I say it's entertaining because uh, <laughs> we're a couple of goof-ups. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys do a really good – I got to say it now. It's, this, here we go. This is us promoting it. So, yeah, you guys do a really good job because you, you – you review the game. You talk about fun factor. You talk about you know the the look of it, animation, the play style, the music. You guys cover all kinds of stuff on all these games. And then one of my favorite parts of your podcast is at the end you do a, a blist quiz where you quiz each other, um, basically on ba- the questions that have to do with the game. And as far either as- by the game or the theme of the game, yeah. And we don't just cover good games either. It's a we go across the board of good and bad games. Yeah, definitely check it out. Retro Blist. You can find that on BICBP-radio.com as well, uh, along with others that are going to be coming out here in the near future. So for Christopher Chavez, Johnny Townsend, and Carter Johnson. Welcome That's back. me. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back.